The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above Rise all. up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate world. the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio. We use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live in the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsLibertyMedia.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. Well, we've got a show in store for you this morning. This is, this is going to be really good. It's going to be a good discussion. If you'd like to check us out online, please go to SonsOfLibertyRadio.com or SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and you'll see two videos there on the top of the screen. The one on the left is Bradley's show from yesterday. Uh, click on that, and uh, you can watch that up until 3 o'clock this afternoon, at which time he'll be live in that little area right there. And then on the right side is where we're streaming now. Just click on the uh, play button, blow it up on whatever your device you're on. You know, I never thought I would be on TV. <laughs> Jeff, he's blown it up on his on his TV or whatever. Uh, but uh, in any case, we're, we're thankful to the Lord for the opportunities we have. Uh, you can blow it up on whatever device you have. And then in the bottom right-hand corner, 
uh, click on the icon, the, the Rumble icon, and join us in the chat over there. We're also streaming live on Rumble, Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Beforeitsnews.com, top of the page, dlive.tv at the Sons of Liberty. And then Setting Brush Fires on Twitch. And then if you've got a Roku device, we're on Cutting Edge TV over there. Right under where we're streaming live is where you can sign up for our newsletter. Please do that and support us with that. I mean, the censorship is over the top. It really is. And uh, anything you can do to share some of the information that we have, uh, please feel free to do that. Also, uh, if you would, if you agree with our message and you'd like to help us, there's a donate button at the top of the page. Just click on that and make a one-time donation, or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of Liberty. And uh, our store is also available. Lots of great conversation starters in there, as well as some equipping tools. This week, we are highlighting uh, Bradley's My War comic book, uh, The Testimony of Bradley Dean. Now, this is done by... Former DC Comics artist Danny Bulinati, so it's not something that's cheesy, and it's made a high quality paper. I mean, this thing is solid, and a testimony of what Christ has done in Bradley's life. This is a great tool to give to some young people in your life, even some older people who like comics. Uh, you can do that and and utilize that. It's normally fifteen dollars uh, donation there, but uh, you can get ten percent off this week when you use the promo code Comic Ten. Comic and the number 10, all one word, will get you 10% off, and that's through Saturday night at midnight. Now, before we bring our guest on, just a couple of headlines here. This is Bradley's latest. Smiling Governor signs bill to make parents aware of the sexual grooming materials for their children. (laughs) The obvious question is, Governor, why are you not bringing to arrest those who are putting this junk out? Isn't it a crime to do that in your state of Virginia? I'm thinking it still is. But no, we want. We just want to let you know, parents, that we're going to sexualize your children. We're going to groom them. Okay? Ugh. The conservatives of the day, what do you do with them? Uh, mass immigration. Humane or is it an invasion at the end of the empire? SonsLibertyMedia.com. Also, experts move the goalposts again. The COVID shot's not meant to prevent all infections. <laughs> I don't think they were ever meant to prevent an infection. I think they were meant to infect. That's my own personal opinion. That's what I think. But we'll talk about some of that here in just a little bit. Alabama, an innocent elderly woman was pulled over for no reason. Cops steal her life savings, prescription medicine, and mocker. Boy, you want to talk about something that'll get under your skin? I know some people, they make issues of skin color. Look, justice doesn't see skin colors, guys. It doesn't see that. Justice is about the law being applied. And boy, we've got some thugs among the police department that need to be dealt with, and they need to be gone. Now, you know my position on that. I think we're the law enforcers under our Constitution. The people are. Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15. And we've got to get back to doing our duty before God instead of farming it out to everybody else. We've got to be part of the solution. In fact, we are the solution in this issue uh, of bringing justice. Also, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, propaganda campaign complete. Liberals embrace war and support literal Nazis now. Uh, and this is the the issue that's going on over there, obviously, in the Ukraine. And then finally, 150% more adverse COVID shot effects reported in the last 15 months than the entire 32-year history of the VAERS database. And you know what? The, the Mockingbird media is what? Silent. They're zipped up, throw away the key, you know make their allegiances not to tell anybody or whatever, and they're promoting the same shot that's caused all these adverse effects and deaths, 
safe and effective, safe and effective, safe and effective. This is the thing that's going to protect us. And, uh, boy, they have put their trust in the arm of the flesh, and they are reaping the whirlwind of that. And many of them, as we've reported, there's been uh, not just uh, you know sports figures, not just some celebrities. There's been some of these TV news anchors in areas who've died. Early on, we had some reports of that, the news anchors who were dying. We've had video of them collapsing you know, while they're talking about the weather or whatever they're doing. Uh, they, they're just not getting it, and they really should. And uh, so part of that's what we're going to talk about today. Now, last, uh, not last week, but a week ago Friday, we had Johnny Cerucci on. He's from johnnycerucci.com. And I'm just going to pull this up here for the viewing audience uh, that you guys can check out his website. We'll, we'll make mention of that again uh, near the end of the show. And he's got a book out called The Disciples of Raw, The Shocking Truth About Medicine, what he's got in quotes, medicine, viruses, and vaccines. And uh, so I told him, I said, hey, I want you to come back on because it was such a great show. It was a lively chat, uh, kind of like what we had during the preparation or the, the preparedness uh, shows that we did. A very lively chat because I guess people aren't talking about some of, some of these things. And, of course, we were talking about Rome uh, the, at the time we had Johnny on. And we're probably going to have him back on because there's lots to cover with that. But today, I said, let's talk about your new book here. Uh, he, he sent me a copy, so I, I started reading it. It's, it's a long book, so it's going to take me quite a while. I wish I had it in Audible <laughs> so I could just play it while I'm going. I go through it a lot faster. But it's my privilege to welcome back to the Sons of Liberty, uh, Johnny Cerucci. Hey, man, good morning. Tim, good morning. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm working on That's one of my next projects uh, there's just so much on the plate right now. Uh, very excited to to be back because this. You're right. This is this is information that just doesn't doesn't find its way out there. So, um, you know, it's it's a matter of discernment. And I'll tell you, the deeper I look, Tim, the more I see. It. And I'm pretty sure we covered last time on Second um, Thessalonians of uh, just and and really revelation of a deception, an overall deception, and uh, and Christ mentions it too of of deception and 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 believing a lie, the lie, the lie. I tell you, Tim, it's everything. It's everything. Our reality is a lie. It's a it's a uh, adversarial satanic matrix. Every major of venue that you could possibly imagine from uh, archaeology to astronomy to particularly medicine, well, certainly history, journalism, government, it's all filled with deception, malignant deception. And if you don't stand up and take responsibility for yourself and your family, in, in the power of Christ, and, and I'm going to speak to a Christian audience because that's predominantly what your audience is, and I'm, and I'm excited to take that. Take that. Uh, um, you know, I, I always try, if I'm speaking to a secular audience, I want to tailor my message to that audience so that uh, I'm, I'm most effective. And, and that's really the bottom line, is, uh, is living, living for Christ 100-fold. And as a result... That's the only hope, really. That's the only hope of deception, of getting, getting, getting past the deception of discernment and, uh, and protection, because this mystery Babylon is 
the power of Rome, which is the fourth and final beast of Daniel Revelation, and she controls everything from behind the scenes. She controls she controls everything from behind the scenes. Well, Johnny, you know, let's, let's 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 slow down just a second here, and let's let you explode on the scene on on what you mean by that because you're saying okay, people are going okay. Wait a minute, she's behind everything. And when we talk about some of this stuff, you and I have talked off air and things about some of the people who are in the news, such as Fauci. We've talked about Trump being in there. We've talked about Biden. Uh, we've talked about some of the other major players around this whole uh, COVID-1984 stuff that's been going on. And it, it's it's interesting because you were touching on the issue of the Jesuits, um, you know, formed by Rome, uh, to go and attack their opponents. Uh, largely, they, you, you called it the counter-reformation kind of army deal that was put out. So when you say this has affected all these different things, can you give us a few examples of what you're talking about? Maybe some name some names and people and what they're doing. Can you give some examples to people who say, well, that sounds a little far-fetched. What, what, are, you, what are you talking about? Can you, can you help people out with that a little bit? Yeah, it's the power of manipulation. It's the power of manipulation. And we... We, we call it a, a friend of mine and, and a fan. Give me this name. Uh, Chris did a great job with it. We call it Jezidoo of the, the roots of the manipulation. And again, I'm, I'm excited to explain it openly to a Christian audience. It's really relatively simple. If you don't, have the rock of Jesus Christ as your foundation to give you the Philippians peace that surpasses all understanding. You're vulnerable. You're vulnerable. And the most powerful negative force in that vulnerability is our adversary and his work through the the Roman Catholic Church. So what Rome does, and the co-founder of the Jesuits, Francis Xavier, said, give me the child until he's seven, and I'll give you the man. And what that means is, I will raise and indoctrinate your child, and, and I will put impressions upon your child so that later in life, whenever they're shaken, they will come back to the Catholic Church. And so w- when I see so-called atheists who were raised Catholic, I say, oh, they, they are the best of agents and tools for the Catholic Church because they're supposedly an atheist now, and all it takes is the slightest little bit to shake them uh, with fear, and they will return. And, and, and that's why that's that's biblical that that's xavier took that from scripture is if you lay that proper foundation of christ and truth in your child you will you will set your child up for success no matter what happens to them later in life but it's different because if you're born again that's a living relationship versus tenuous memories of how your mother raised you or your catholic school um Catholic schooling is one of those examples. And I'll use former Congresswoman Cynthia McKinney, whose family were Protestant, just like Denzel Washington. 
family was Protestant, raised them Protestant, but said, you know what? You need to have the best education possible. And there's this myth that a Catholic education, actually all public, public education, the very concept of a funnel to put every human being through a cookie cutter funnel of education. That's, that's a Catholic concept. If you go back a thousand years, all the major schools, all schools were, were Catholic. And really it wasn't until the, the advent of the reformation of Christianity through Martin Luther that that started to change, but uh, Roman Catholicism quickly overwhelmed it. Cynthia McKinney was sent to Denzel Washington, sent to Jesuit Fordham, uh, left a powerful imprint on him. Uh, Cynthia McKinney in particular went to a Catholic high school and it was such a powerful imprint and her parents did such a poor job of training her in Christ and in truth that she wanted to become a nun. She looked at the nuns teaching her and, and it was her suddenly her desire to become a nun herself. And instead she just settled for being becoming a convert to Roman Catholicism. And um, in our community of so-called alternative media, you may have come across Cynthia McKinney publicly doing something very dangerous, publicly outing um, the war, war profiteers. She names Dime Corp, D-Y-M-E-C-O-R-P, in human trafficking, which that's just the tip of the iceberg. It's actually, the government does it. The CIA does it. United States government, all governments do it. Um, and uh, in particular, uh, Prince, right, Eric Prince. In particular, the worst of them, see, Dime Corp was kind of a throwaway. And um, the ultimate war profiteer is um, so what was originally called Blackwater and Eric Prince. Eric Prince, of course, a converted Roman Catholic. His uh, sister was in the Trump administration. Um, the ultimate war profiteer. And then we can get into false flags and we can get into how um, the, the, uh, the war, for instance, the, the so-called global war on terror, um, started in uh, Afghanistan at the, uh, on, in the anniversary, secular, if anything in the United States as a, is a, as a root, it's Christian, right? It's Protestant Christian. America is raised as a Protestant Christian, created as a Protestant Christian nation. Why was the global war on terror started? I want to say August, uh, October 7th, which is the anniversary of, of the Roman Catholic crusader victory over uh, the Ottomans at the Battle, Battle of Lepanto. Okay, uh, that's because the entire global war on terror is fabricated, created the, the Muslim threat has been fabricated by Rome as a distraction. Um, no entity, the, the, the beheaded saints, no entity has murdered and beheaded and tortured more saints, more Christians than the Roman Catholic Church. No entity. So they fabricated this Muslim threat based on the reality of history. And, and the Ottoman Empire was a, a powerful force, uh, really, not too long ago that the Ottomans um, were finally dissolved back in the 1800s, but uh, completely fabricated this idea of, of capturing innocent people and then beheading them. Uh, that, that's that's a, a CIA 
uh, MI6 Mossad um, ploy and, and, and based on this, based on this, and, and, and we can go on for hours, Zionism, same, same concept of this new Israel, complete fabrication, because if you're looking at Jerusalem, you're not looking at Rome. Without any Jerusalem, you're looking at Rome. Um, you want That's examples right. of, of names of, of who else? You know, Donald Trump, another great example, a guy that was trained, he, he, Denzel Washington's alma mater, a Jesuit Fordham. Hmm. And then he was told by one of the most powerful uh, uh, Jesuits anywhere, Avery Dulles, the son of John Foster Dulles. I mean, they were supposed to like Presbyterians or something. The Dulles family, Alan Dulles, the head of the CIA, who helped um, uh, mastermind the slaughter of John F. Kennedy in broad daylight in Dallas. Um, just the, the power. So, okay, um, Avery Dulles told Donald Trump, hey, you know what? You really don't need to have a diploma from Jesuit Fordham. You should go to the University of Pennsylvania, which, which is a private, secular university. Well, we've done some research, and we found that the Jesuits uh, run the University of Pennsylvania. Go go look at an alumni list at the University of Pennsylvania. It's the education thing. I, I like to use Cynthia McKinney as an example. You go through this education. If you have this imprint, if you have a spouse who is Roman Catholic, if you have a family member, if you were raised Roman Catholic, um, Fidel Castro, atheist, communist, Fidel Castro, right? Mother hyper-devout Roman Catholic, and he was sent to three different Catholic institutions, one Christian brother's and two Jesuit institutions. Okay, no matter how much somebody like that claims to be an atheist communist, they are owned by Rome. Without the power of Jesus Christ above that, and and this is why a sovereign Yahweh allows this. He allows this because there's two forces out there. And and, and we're talking about this on on my last stream, is what Rome wants. The choices Rome wants you to have is the antichrist abyss of no christ or the false and the false christ of the papacy which is also antichrist those are the two choices that rome wants you to have and that's part of the ecumenist movement that's this desire i mean we talked about it last time tim if you get into history if you have any idea and and fox's book of martyrs has been completely watered down and even so it's still deeply disturbing of a priest overhearing a little girl reciting Matthew six, which is misnamed the Lord's our Lord's prayer, uh, and right before our Lord's prayer, Christ says in Matthew six, "Don't don't mindlessly repeat prayer yeah. as the heathen do." Yeah, no, he um, he gave it he gave it as an example and said, "Pray in this manner." If you want to read the real Lord's prayer, go to John seventeen. You're exactly right. I was gonna let me touch on on two quick things you said there. Uh, you talk about the education issue, and of course we tackle that every Wednesday, right into the Core Wednesdays, tomorrow with Common Core Diva Lynn Taylor with us. Uh, but we do this every Wednesday. I've recommended this book to people. It's a very short book. It's called On Secular Education. It was by Arnold Dabney. He was a Presbyterian pastor in the South. And if people go read that, he warns of that whole public indoctrination centers that we call public schools because he saw what it did in the North, and he said they're going to try to push it on the South, and if you're in a southern state and that's part of your constitution, which they put it into the South Carolina one, which the government has no business in education. They screw up everything they do anyway. They certainly don't even in education. This book 
he wrote this thing 170 years ago or better, and it, it's almost like he could see – he didn't have a crystal ball and he wasn't prophesying or something like that, but he could see logically where it would go. You will be amazed. It's only 75, 80 pages or something. You can get this, – this one actually has an audio book that you can pick up. And then, Johnny, I picked up these pictures the other day, put these on my Facebook. Um, this is the Pope. And look at what's going on. I mean, talk about some creepy-looking stuff and some over-sexualization and things of that nature going on here. And you combine that with all of the other twisted things that Rome has been behind, the lies they've put out about Christ, the reoffering of sacrifice of Christ in the Mass, all of these kinds of things. And then you start thinking, boy, a deception that would come out from them on the issue of health, uh, medicines, um, you know, how the world works, hiding certain histories, things of this nature. I mean, it does cause one to wonder why has there not been more exposure for Rome than there has been? Well, at, at first blush it does, and then you realize how incredibly evil it is, and then you realize the power behind it that um, devout Roman Catholic John Ronald Ruel Tolkien uh, and and his great Lord of the Rings of uh, fantasy fiction is is actually, of course, in him being a, a devout Catholic is why you continue to see Lord of the Rings over and over and over again with such such power of Hollywood behind it. But it, it, it does give you some great images, which is this the evil protagonist uh, Sauron. Um, he has to have a body to 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 interact, and that that is what the Catholic Church is for our adversary the catholic church is his his body his nervous system his reach that's why this concept of um you know it's it's uh, the black nobility it's freemasons it's uh, it's the jews none of those none of those institutions have confessionals none of those institutions secular the secular west especially the united states none of those institutions have run thousands of tens of thousands of schools hospitals and orphanages and this is where unbelievable evil the united states government interacts all governments especially the secular separation of church and state United States that, that has Roman Catholic clergy running uh, behind the scenes. Edmund Walsh. Look up Edmund Walsh and, and, and Jesuit priest and his role at Nuremberg. His role interpreting at Nuremberg, pardon me, of, of um, going through an, in, in a United States Army uniform as an army captain at Nuremberg, intercepting uh, documents that would show the, the Vatican involvement with the Nazis and, and helping to make sure the most, one of the most powerful Jesuits in his day, who also helped to create the, the Nazi party and also helped to create, along with the Jesuit Superior General Wladimir Ledikowski, a poll, um, the October Revol Revolution in Russia, to punish them. Oh, by the way, this came up when in my head when you were mentioning this evil, look up Pope Francis's 81st birthday, which was a pizza party surrounded by children. And of course, um, uh, pizza is uh, uh, satanic symbolism for 
pedophilia for for uh, particularly of of young girls part of their symbolism uh there was a uh, there was an example of uh, of benedict joseph ratzinger who was a, a former chief of the inquisition uh he had uh, male acrobats perform in front of him and and it was with their shirts off and 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 it was a very obviously um homoerotic was meant to be and and every once in a while you'll you'll have this come out a, a um uh vatican police busting a a clergy homosexual drug orgy there on the course of that vatican police that, that means it's, it's a sovereign entity the vatican has its own its own money its own stamps its own police its own jails uh it's a sovereign city state so Anyway, this this is this is the the dichotomy. This this is you either have the the the, cru- the truth of Christ, and or, or you have the power of, of the enemy. And it's an overwhelming power. It's is through through our adversary and 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 runs through Rome. And um, uh, like I said, it, the, the, clearly that you have a, a lot of disinformation and distraction and smoke and mirrors about who's really behind the scenes, and it comes right out of scripture. It comes right out of scripture. Four uh, beasts, four entities, four empires, Babylon, Medo-Persia, Greece, and Rome. Why is it that Scripture only gives four? Why is it the Scripture repeatedly stops at Rome? Because that's where it stopped. That's, that's, what, that, that, that's where Satan controls through to this day, and it's completely invisible. Unless you love Christ with all your heart, unless you're 100-fold, and you ask for discernment, and he will give it to you, and you'll see this overwhelming evidence clearly obvious i mean at this point who isn't catholic you've got you've got ex- extremely evil people um nancy pelosi in and out of running the united states congress again and again and again anthony fauci not only is he the face of the pandemic he's the face of aids and and this guy has a dis- despicable satanic past of using your money to experiment on the orphans in these orphanages, both both secular and Catholic orphanages, uh, to death, just unbelievable evil. These experiments, um, you know, uh, uh, having having puppies tortured to death, eaten alive. Um, th- th- this is this is evil. This is this is ultimate evil, and your tax money pays for it. And you know what? Um, homeschooling is just the beginning. Okay, the schooling system is designed to create destroyed slaves. You will fill your child with vaccines and then send them to public school if you want time. So why 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 is it so important to you? Why why is it a benefit to you? Because the system, the parasitic system has bled you white, has robbed you of your ability to have uh one one parent as a guardian for your children while another parent goes and earn. No, it's, it's not possible anymore. Both parents have to work for you to survive. Why? It's because your income is incredibly inefficient because everybody, everybody is robbing you. Your monthly payments, especially the taxes. You homeschool your kids and guess what? Your so-called property taxes still pe- feed into the system. Yeah, well, let, let's 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 see if we can get on the on the issue that we're gonna we're gonna touch here because I can speak to that because I'm learning things of how this whole system's been set up, and the fact of the matter is they consider all of us dead. They've set up these uh, uh, these estates for us tied to our birth certificates. They take our money 
and they get it for us, and then they loan it to us at usury, which the Bible forbids them forbids you to do to your countrymen. And that's that's a large that's a that's a really big abomination, a big sin in the eyes of God, because it does enslave men. And we're really supposed to be free men, and we we should have access to those things, and and all of that's a, a trap for us. But that sets us up for all of this sickness, disease, all of these things, because I think it's part of the curses that God says in Deuteronomy 28 when he lays out to his people. He says, you know, if you obey me, hey, 15 verses of all kinds of blessing. In fact, he only needs 15 verses because he says the blessings are just going to overtake you. He says, but if you don't obey me, then what's going to happen? Well, then there's twice, three times that much where he talks about curses that are going to come. And uh, some of those have to do with sickness and disease overtaking the people, as well as invasions of foreign armies and, and the foreigners coming in and they rising up above you. They become the lender. You become the, the borrower. They become the head. You become the tail instead of the other way around. So get us into this thing of seeing how is, how is Rome... And who are the people behind not just the pandemic that we've recently seen here, but other things? You mentioned AIDS a minute ago, uh, and we've covered Fauci before uh, coming in with AZT like he's done with remdesivir. It's a killer, and yet he says, oh, this is what we're going to use to treat people, knowing it kills them faster than the disease itself. Can you help people get a get a grasp on that who've never heard any of this stuff? And Where does this whole Rockefeller kind of, you know, allopathic medicine, as it were, come into play. And again, I don't want to discount people who who work in healthcare who deal with trauma and stuff. That's a whole different thing. But this idea of constantly giving pills, shots, drugs, and things of that nature to somehow take care of people, they're really masking a symptom. They're not getting at a root cause of why, why things are. And can you tell us why that is? Uh, let's see. <laughs> we got we got some time. Go ahead. We'll, we'll need another week for that. It's fantastic. Absolutely, cra- all, all that, all, all that. I'm, I'm I'm writing notes of where do I need to go from from back and forth. Um, so much great information that that good people desperately need. You know, in the birthing process, um, I, I I have to adjure our audience. That is the beginning. Giving your newborn to a hospital, it is a ghoulish, satanic system. Your baby is immediately ID'd as chattel, as property, as proof of its earning, of his or her earning power, filled with toxins, vaccines. You will be lucky if the toxins in the vaccine doesn't destroy your child, doesn't rob your child of their of their mental faculties, doesn't harm your child. It will harm your child like a time bomb, like a ticking time. Bomb. Oh, what are measles? What are chicken pox? Part of that is the ticking time bomb of toxins put into your child when you give your child to a hospital, to the ghouls in a hospital. And I got to tell you, I'm at a point now I've got dear friends. Don Lester and David Parker, who have, who have led the way in the research on this, who say, well, doctors don't know what they do. Sure they do. Sure they do. They know that they're not healing you. Okay. What is a healer? What is a physician? What does a physician need to do? If you go into a doc, a physician, well, doctor, what is doctor? Doctor is derived from the Latin docere, which means to propagandize, which means to instruct. It has nothing to do with healing. And that's on purpose, that, 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 that name, that process. Go into a doctor. 
Um, if you go into a healer, what, what is a healer with a complaint? Hey, my neck is really stiff. I have regular headaches. Um, I, I it won't stop. No matter what I do, I take aspirin. Aspirin, one of the factors that created the so-called Spanish flu, along with the advent of radio. Whole other story there. Um, I, it's it's not going away. What, what do I do? Okay, so what does a real healer want from you? A real healer will spend an hour finding everything about you. How are you sleeping? What do you do for a living? What is your posture? What is your diet? What is your stress? Are you married? Are you happily married? Um, All of these factors. uh, How are you raised? Are you exercising? Are you stretching? Uh, Are you sitting in front of a computer all day? All of these things, all of this goes into who you are, and they still won't have enough information, but they'll have a start to try and figure out the root cause of your illness. That is not, and and what was the last time you ever went to a real physician and they sat and patiently picked your brain to find out every single detail about your life? Never. It never happens. And they know this. What do they do? They give you usually a narcotic to assuage your symptom because they don't want you to get well. And that sounds crazy, but sadly, it's absolutely true. And the cancer industry is the ultimate expression of this. You get diagnosed with cancer. What is cancer? Cancer is your, the ultimate expression of, not to be redundant here, of your body ex, uh, screaming at you, you've been poisoned. Cancer is the, is the, the uh, chaotic growth of cells, out of control growth of cells. It is the final, you had several different, um, you have a loss of energy, you have um, a lot of trouble with your skin, induration, scarring, itching, and uh, ulceration. This is the seven stages of of disease, and cancer is is the finals, the seventh stage of disease. And the, most of this happens through the skin. That's where all this pox and, and, and anything that, that occurs with your skin, nothing to do with viruses and bacteria. Bacteria are, are, are given by God to do a job. They're, they're there as saying that bacteria cause sickness is uh, saying that, that, that firemen cause fires. Um, your skin is, a, is the largest organ in your body. And so when you have toxins and your body says, whoa, 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 you are being horribly poisoned. We need to get these toxins out of your body now, now, now. It's not, it's not fast enough to go out. There's, there's, there's two openings in your body with the top and the bottom, and that's the normal process, and it's a closed process for your health, brilliantly designed by the Lord as a reason. And as soon as you go past that under the skin, you greatly multiply whatever it is you put into that body. That's why injections are, are so evil because it, multi- get, it gets past that, that uh, security uh, level that God has designed. So you've got toxins and, and, and your body needs to expel them as quickly as possible. It will, it will attempt to do that through the skin. And if your, your sweat glands and your pores aren't enough, it will actually create openings and ulcers to expel those toxins. That's what all that, those the, the marks and pox, uh, uh, measles and so forth. That's simply your body screaming at you. You've been poisoned. 
and it's trying to expel those poisons. And that's what cancer is. And uh, oh, by the way, health and sickness start in your mind, your heart, and your soul. So if you're not well adjusted and speaking to a Christian audience, if you don't have Christ, and if you don't have, if you're not 100 fold in Christ, you don't have the peace, surpasses understanding, you are setting yourself up. You're setting yourself up for illness. It starts there. And then it goes through the rest of your body so that um, by the time you get through all this, being run down, having a cold, a, a cold is not a virus. It's not a bacteria. It's your body saying you are run down. You need to rest. We're going to create, your body is going to create excess mucus to expel toxins out of. Okay, what, what amazing web of lies to tell you all this. So back to cancer, the, the process of medicine, the very word medicine implies you need a substance to get better. That's a satanic lie. You don't need a substance. Healing and uh, uh, good health and illness is extremely simple. Take in what your body needs and don't take in what's bad for you. It's just that simple. That, but, but as soon as you have to rely on experts, how do you know you have the coronavirus? How do you know you have AIDS? Anthony Fauci again. You have to get tested. An expert will tell you. And the polymerase chain reaction that they use is an absolute, um, a, it, was, it, it was a gift to them. That's, that's why uh, Carrie Banks Mullis got the Nobel Prize. And that's why Carrie M- Mullis died on uh, August 7th, the anniversary of the resurrection of the Jesuits in 1814, in 2019, right before the, uh, the, the, the pandemic started, started uh, because he definitely would have been a problem. He was, he was a, a, a harsh critic of uh, a devout Roman Catholic, twice Jesuit trained Anthony Fauci on AIDS. Um, cancer, real quick, cancer before I go to, to AIDS, to, to do huge subjects. So the, the cancer, do you know, if, if you get, first of all, you get diagnosed with cancer, you get diagnosed with AIDS, that's the beginning of your death, the diagnosis, because you already have this, this concept given to you by the medical industry and by culture that you're dead, you're walking dead, and that's what they want. And then they will proceed to rob you horribly and kill you horribly with their treatment. Uh, as far back as the Nixon administration, Nixon started a war on cancer. And now the United States government invests your money to the tune, I want to say a billion dollars a year, one billion dollars. You know, the United States military has uh, both specialties in cancer and AIDS. And most of that comes out of uh, Maryland and Fort Detrick, which also specializes in biological warfare. That's AIDS. That's that's uh, um, Anthony Fauci's background, by the way. That was the 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 um, the guy running the CDC, Robert Redfield, devout Roman Catholic Robert Redfield, who was running the CDC for Protestant evangelical Donald Trump at the start of this pandemic. Damn Johnny, man. don't don't you find this interesting that uh, they've been they've had these you know walk for cancer, the breast cancer people, the the the, the leukemia foundations, John Hopkins. St. Jude's, all these people raising all this money to fight cancer, right, for decades. And they don't have no cure for it. But in a matter of moments, literally, they can say, we have the cure in a vaccine. This will stop this, that, and the other. And we've seen that that's not even true. 
And yet, you know, we have Kate on every Saturday. She's a breast cancer survivor. Now, she had a double mastectomy, and like a day after, she read the Gersten therapy, which is basically, when you read Dr. Gersten, uh, it's creation-based medicine. It's getting back to what the foods God had given. You, Of course, elimination of animal proteins. We've had uh, Dr. Patrick Vickers on from the Gerson therapy. And that's what he says. He said, if you've got cancer, you come here within six weeks, you won't have cancer. And the reason is, is they go back to that creation-based diet, lots of supplements that aren't getting in the food. And he says, it's a nat- it's a natural healing that God has given if people will pay attention to what he said you should put in your body. Like what you were saying, what you should put in your body and what you shouldn't put in your body. Well, it, it, home run, Tim. And um, what these cancer drives. So all of this, the pandemic, the education system, what these, what these monsters do to you and your children, what they do to your children, the cancer scam for decades and generations. If you have any clue about the depth of evil and what they have done, I mean, we're, we're talking complete and total Jesus Christ table flipping time, complete and total revolution Amen. Amen. desperately needed. Okay. The cancer industry. I want to, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a billion dollars a year, $1 billion of your money. And it goes into their coffers and has nothing to do with cancer. Okay. You, you get uh, diagnosed with cancer. What do they do? They, they, they don't want to heal. They're not going to say that. You have to listen to them carefully, Tim. They want to manage cancer. They want to manage it. They want to manage into your bank account and into your grave. Kind of like they do abortion. They don't want to get rid of it. They want to manage it. Yeah, a um, whole nother topic. You'll notice that all of these devout Roman Catholic power figures, they're puppets, from Joe Biden to Nancy Pelosi to Justin Trudeau to Emmanuel Macron. I call him Jupiter Macron because when he uh, started taking over in France, Macron, by the way, who married his uh, drama teacher, she had a, um, a family, a husband and, and kids, and she left them to have sex with and marry one of her students. Where were they? They were at a Jesuit high school. And this is the guy running France right now, Jupiter Macron, I call him. Are you kidding me? All of these figures, 100%, uh, Boris Johnson, Boris Johnson, the Roman Catholic prime minister uh, of the one of the most despicable guys, if you know anything about his past, uh, forced, I want to say, two different girlfriends to have abortions because of, of his lifestyle, uh, children out of wedlock, despicable people. And they're all Roman Catholic and they're all in great standing with the church. And all of them are vehemently, viciously pro-abortion. You know anything about abortion? Abortion. Abortion. It should be civil war and revolution on abortion alone. What has done these, these babies, the most innocent and vulnerable, literally ripped limb from limb. They're pushing. They actually have bills in, in, in governments, both the United States, states uh, and, and countries all around the world. You've done nothing over abortion for, for, for decades and generations. They're now pushing it to open infanticide have infanticide now uh third trimester babies pulled out of the womb the back of the neck cut open um the uh, organ harvesting and babies experiments going on right now 
University of, of Pittsburgh, for example, of, of organ harvesting of, of babies through Margaret Sanger. Oh, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. Uh, record year of Planned Parenthood in 2018 yep. under the Trump administration. And 2019, too. Of, of both receiving your tax dollars and slaughtering, mass slaughtering the innocent. So, uh, and Johnny, about- let's let's not forget. Let's not forget the FDA is acquiring some of these babies' uh, heads, um, fresh carcasses, and organs. I mean, we've done the reports on that. Our government is buying. They're engaged in illegal activity by doing that. They're not supposed to be doing any of this stuff. And we, the people. You know, our forefathers have allowed it to happen. We continue to allow it to happen. You're exactly right. This is one of the things why I talk about in the militia. You know, if you can establish a county militia, you get your sheriff in behind that. And you you get rid of the whole thin blue line and, and the people become the solution of justice. You can start shutting down these uh, these abortion, these baby murder mills in your county. You can be you don't have to get mad about it. You don't have to complain about it to anybody and say, I'm fed up with it. You go down there and you do it. You're the people. Just like in the Old Testament, when the people went to carry out the law, they did it. Yeah, they had some judges who would rule on something, this, that, and the other. When it was very clear what went on, what happened? The community was involved in the justice they brought. It wasn't some guy with a you know hood over his head or hiding behind a, a, a screen or something. The people went and did it, and God had a purpose in that. He said, it's so that you will learn to fear the Lord. And that's the thing that's missing. People are... Uh, Rome does this, and a lot of Protestants do it. They teach people to fear hell instead of fear the Lord. Amen. Well, that's that's right. What have Christ said? Don't do not fear the one who can take your life. Fear the one who has destiny and control over your soul, that that can consign your soul to hell. Versus the power of the intimate relationship with Christ and the authority you have in Christ. Um, this this great example of this, the so-called Battle of Athens in 1946, where you had in Athens, Tennessee, this massive corruption coming from the sheriff's office of um, uh, shakedowns, robberies, uh, good people being beat up and arrested for no reason. Well, that you had a massive influx of young men who would survive the horrors of World War II. And they started with the solution of simply replacing these unbelievably corrupt individuals, starting with the sheriff, through the election process. And they did. They put together an all-veteran ticket that crossed the boundaries. Why is it you get only two choices, Democrat and Republican? That's a whole other show. It's part of the corruption of the system. But they, they were totally successful. And on election day, the sheriff had his deputies steal the ballot boxes, take them down to the jailhouse and rearrange the results of the election. Well, the, the veterans that, that were running said enough, enough is enough. They broke into the local armory and, and stole some, some M1 grands and a bunch of old 1917 um, Enfield rifles and went down to the jailhouse and, um, they, the, the sheriffs locked themselves in, the deputies locked themselves in, and it started a, 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 a war. It started about, it's called the Battle of, of Athens. And they, they, people were shot, people were wounded. They uh, started with uh, Molotov cocktails into the parking lot. That wasn't enough. And they, they finished with dynamite. They blew up the jailhouse 
and um, they secured the ballot boxes to finish justice. This is this is a a, a well kept secret. Rumble it was was is our hub that we like to go to. Rumble. When I put up information on this, Rumble took it down. They don't want you to know. It's the authority of righteousness in the face of extreme evil. Oh, you obey the government. That's that's conditional. Romans 13 is conditional. That's right. Read the entire. We should go through it real quick. Well, God, yeah, we can. I'll tell you what. We, we've got about two and a half minutes here. One of the things, you know, we've covered the, the Battle of Athens, and we titled it, What Do We Do Now, George? You remember when the guys look at him after they've done took the box, and the guy's, well, what do we do now, George? He says, well, let's go get the guns. We're going to come out there and do that. So we've covered that here. Uh, I think Rumble has that up when we covered it, but it wasn't the – but we played some – we played the little, what, 12- or 15-minute clip of the thing there where the guys are doing it. And, you know, people want that. They say they want it like they say they want a Luther or a Knox or a Calvin to come today. But then when the people come for that, nobody wants them because they think you're too radical for us. You're, but but they don't understand the drastic. This is why one of the things when Ron Paul ran, he got to the issues. He didn't tailor his message for who the audience was. He had certain principles. He put it in there to say certain things, to put it there. And I think that's the, that's the issue is that people want they want a solution and they know the solution. They know it deep down that that's the solution. But they're cowards in the fact that they don't want to pay the price to do what's necessary to win the day. You're backed into a corner. I mean, there's there's stories yeah. of uh, good people who have um, children in a hospital and they get told, you're not coming to see your little boy or little girl be- until you're vaccinated. Put your mask on. Put your mask on right now. And you're going to have proof of vaccination. Oh, by the way, we're going to go ahead and vaccinate them for you as well. We're going to fill them full of toxins. You and, and, and people walk away. Okay, go ahead. Take, take my baby. Take my little boy. Take my little girl. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Where is your courage? Where, where, you, you, you give Amen. your loved one to a satanic system. And it's the courage of Christ. It's the authority in Christ. Amen. Christ died to bring you back. There's only, there's only one real son of God outside of Christ. That was Adam. Adam fell in sin. Everybody else from there on out was a son of Adam, son or daughter of Adam. Christ changed that and brought you back. Everyone in Christ now has the authority of a literal son of God. You have that authority Amen. over everything. Amen. Everything. Johnny, Johnny, real quick, we got about 10 seconds here. Tell people about how, where they can find out more about you and pick up your books and things. Uh, a- Amazon has all five of my books, Illuminati on Mass, Secret History, uh, Eaters of Children, Romans of Mass Destruction, and his latest one, Disciples of Rye. Gotta watch that. Uh, Johnny Cerucci.com, J O H N N Y C I R U C C I.com. You can write me at Johnny at Johnny Cerucci.com. And I've moved all of my media. I got kicked off of YouTube four or five times. So I moved all of my media to Odyssey uh, Audio and Video. Okay. Software. All right, guys, we'll see you tomorrow at 6 a.m. for com- uh, Rotten to the Door Wednesday. Adios. Catch us on. Oh, well. I didn't even get to say it, but welcome to anybody coming over because I think they know we're going to stay over a little bit. Also, guys, if you want to support Johnny, uh, you know, he, he does a lot of writing. I think, Johnny, you said that a lot of your stuff comes from selling your books. A lot of your income comes from that. But if you guys want to support him in his efforts, he does have a support button there that you can support him if you if you have 
uh, found the information and the interviews we've done with Johnny informative and you believe they're a part of building the kingdom, which I think they are, uh, then you can support him as well. Uh, now, Johnny, I, I know you're excited about staying over too because we get in these conversations, and I called a I called a schedule something or something. We'll have like half an hour, an hour, maybe three or something like that conversations, and it's great. I love the fellowship, I really do. And um, so, so we we've talked about some of these people. We've given some some general scenarios about cancer. Um, and what follows no, with that? Yet. There's there's still a lot more to cover on cancer and, and AIDS. Yeah. Uh, the, the the process is it's it's called. A, there was a pretty good documentary, Cut, Poison, Burn. Uh, okay. That is the medical process of cut, poison, and burn. It has nothing to do with real healing. Uh, and and you're absolutely right. And 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 it's you mentioned animal proteins. Wow. Uh, what a satanic system. What a satanic system. And it traps you. Your, your, your body craves the enjoyment of uh, the grease and the flesh and the animal flesh. It craves it. It, it. It's it's very similar to this. Well, it's this concept of self-control and self-discipline. It, it, it also you can also see this uh, in the, the process of sex and reproduction. Your, your body is capable of uh, extreme intensity in feeling, in, in sex. You can take sex to that extreme and you can devolve into whatever it is you can think of. And a, a satanic system will give you insane ideas through pornography of, of the range of what is capable to you. And I kind of think like this was, this was what was behind uh, the adversary tempting Eve yeah, you, you know, the Lord said you can reproduce, but man, this is what you're capable of. And he doesn't want you to know that you can, you can go crazy. You can go hog wild. You can do all. The, and, and so that says self-control. This is where I'm going to draw the line because I know if I revel in this, it's going to be a trap to me. And, and boy, that is absolutely the case with particularly with, with um, uh, diet and animal proteins. And really the, the, the best way to health is clean water fresh fruits and vegetables. And, and you can walk that path and, and, and fasting as well. All of this completely and totally biblical, uh, uh, right through to the Garden of Eden, where the Lord gave Adam and Eve the seeds and the fruit. You don't even have to kill these plants, but leave the plants alive to continue to reproduce your food for you. But later on after the fall, and by the way, human beings didn't start slaughtering animals for food until hundreds of years. And if I know my scripture timeline, I want to say after the flood, does that sound right? After the flood, okay? Hundreds of years, centuries before human beings devolved into slaughtering animals for food. Now it's it's done. It's like abortion. It's done. This satanic levels of evil of this major industry that, that keeps these animals in misery and torture until they're slaughtered, filled with toxins, hormones, drugs, antibiotics. You wonder why your kids are all messed up. It's the food you're giving them. You're going to these grocery stores uh, and, 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 and these, these animals. And, and by the way, that affects the animal too. Their misery, their, their pain, their torture gets into their flesh. That sounds crazy, but it's absolutely true. Shortens their lives, which is what they want, and, and, and goes into you and eventually goes into you. So uh, real quick, and, and cancer, finishing up on, on cancer, you go through this process. Uh, billion dollars a year, okay, of robbing you. And what is the success rate of doctors in medicine 
97.2 guaranteed you will not recover. You will succumb to cancer. And this is in the face of so-called chemotherapy, part of this cut, poison, and burn. Unbelievable. All the misery that you go through. And what they do is to, to uh, your, your cancer is you being poisoned. So what do you need to do? You need to get healthy. What do doctors do? Doctors poison you further. They give you chemotherapy. They slice out the organs. When the organs could have been healed, they destroy, they, 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 um, yeah, they, they, um, what's the word? I'm, uh, torture you by slicing out the organs. Okay. Um, when reality is what you have to do is you have to get well. Uh, you have to find out how you got cancer in the first place. You've been poisoned. What was the source of your poison? They don't want you to know that. They don't want you to get, they don't want you to get better. Do, do you live around um, uh, electrical lines? Do you live in, 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 in immersed in Wi-Fi and now 5G, 60 gigahertz uh, uh, microwaves uh, that is going to sap the oxygen out of you? What are you eating? Are you eating fast food? You're eating, you've been poisoned all your life. Your body is finally breaking down. They don't tell you how you've been poisoned. They don't want you to get well. Um, they're, they're radical alterations in your body, your diet, your lifestyle has the best chance of making you well, but that's not what they want. And they give you chemotherapy, which actually will give you another form of cancer, a different form of cancer. So 97.2% chance that after they rob you and destroy you and terrorize you, that you will still die of cancer. And there hasn't been a revolution yet. Are you kidding me? And they, with what they have done, oh, and by the way, like I said, they've, they've stolen a billion dollars a year before you even start with some of these, you know, like, um, same thing. I, I've seen uh, AZT pills, cancer treatments, like $300 a, uh, for a single pill uh, of this, like a, a chemotherapy. Are you out of your mind? And, and they're, what they're doing is they're further poisoning you in no way, shape or form. Do they, do they want you to get better, to be healed, cut, poison and burn? absolutely satanic table flipping revolution. That's, that's the process that Anthony, the, the, uh, uh, um, short robe Jesuit, Anthony Fauci, he's not, I, he's not been ordained to my knowledge. I don't call him a Jesuit, but he's such a total tool of the Jesuits, such a satanic tool that, um, you call him the, it's the French, French term for someone who is a, a lay Jesuit, hmm. Jesuit coadjutor. He played the same game with AIDS. So what did you have with AIDS? Um, you, you have this encouraging within the, the homosexual community, the vast majority. We talked about this a little bit last time. Listen, people, there, there's a lot of injury. There's a lot of trauma. There's a lot of people who have been abused and violated as children that turn to homosexuality out of pain, that seek the, the solace of their own gender because they've been destroyed mentally, spiritually, emotionally. They've been used and abused, especially young boys, especially young boys who've been violated by, by a man. And, and now they feel that's what they have to do. That's what they have to be. There's a, the, the massive aspects. They, they push this, this um, ridiculous idea of it's in your genetics. Same thing with sickness, homosexuality and sickness. Oh, it's in your genes. No, it's not. It's been done to you. You've been poisoned. You've been destroyed mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And now you turn to this. And so, they um, rather than help uh, someone who's homosexual heal, they push them in the opposite direction. No, no, no. Revel in it. 
revel in it. Uh, 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 be be proud. Do go in a in a, in a parade. Go go and 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 have public perfection. It's self destructive. But they they want that. And 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 this this the satanic part about this is that the people encouraging them are themselves extreme sexual deviants, especially in Rome. Rome is run by sexual deviancy and homosexuality and child predation. But what they've done is they they victimized these poor people. Um, that's that was what was done in the in the 1980s, where you had, uh, particularly in the cities, get out of the cities, folks, get out of the cities. In the cities, uh, it started in New York City, where they had this culture in the homosexual community, encouraging these people, particularly males, to revel in this, to have, I mean, this is generations of free sex, right? So, okay, free homosexual sex, revel in this, no limits, no limits, spend an entire weekend in these uh, enclaves, in these ghettos of meeting strangers, getting involved, orgies, and, and well, how do you make this go longer? This is what you're capable, this is what your body is capable of experiencing. If you add drugs, cocaine, uh, smoking, go without sleep. Uh, don't worry, really worry about eating. It's almost like a they, high that they get. It was an intense high, a weekend long. And it was uh, uh, the foundation of this was amyl nitrate, which is known as poppers. It came in little vials. And when you open the vial, it would it would pop open. Amyl nitrate was was intended to uh, um, um, be both a, a heightening and a, a heightening um a drug and also a muscle relaxant to facilitate uh, a male homosexual sex and also uh, a- attempting to preempt the fraud of venereal disease with, um, with vaccines, with penicillin, with uh, a hepatitis vaccine that was derived from torturing orphans to death in Willowbrook, just upstate in New York. What a, what a, what a sick satanic connection of what they did in Willowbrook uh, feeding babies and children their yep. own refuse yep. in researching uh, hepatitis. Yeah, and they, they have a graveyard. They have a graveyard there to market. Let, let me let me interject something right quick because sure. uh, we got a couple of people talking about meats and stuff, and nobody here is saying you can't eat meat. Uh, people who forbid that are false teachers. The scripture is very clear on that, that they'll be there who forbid meat and forbid marriage. We're not saying that, but what we're saying is, I don't. I don't think uh, neither I nor Johnny and Kate has said it to. God never meant for us to have half a cow on our plate when we eat. That was not the design. The vegetables, the the fruits and things. And again, boy, you got even got to be careful of those things now uh, with GMOs and everything else, uh, and pesticides and all these others. But that was the original thing for man to consume. God did. Uh, allow for that after the flood, and he said, yeah, you can eat meat. And then within the law, he even laid out, don't eat certain kinds of meats. And I think we can look at who eats vulture. And the reason we don't is because vultures are made for specific things, and you don't want to eat something that's been... It's the same thing that God gives us about bottom feeders and all this other kind of... What do they eat? And what does that produce in their body? And then you're going to consume it. Now, look, I'm not saying if you do that, you're going to hell or this, that, and the other. But what I'm saying is, for good health, it seems wise that the Creator says, hey, stay away from this stuff over here. Do this. It's I put before you life and death. Choose life. I mean, that's the way He lays out uh, the thing. So I wanted to lay that out. I also wanted to say thank you to notchback over on rumble for the uh the super chat there thank you very much we appreciate that we don't get many of those but thank you for it we appreciate it 
real quick on on neat there's there's a balance here there's a balance and what i said is watch yourself with a lust for meat as i told you animal flesh and animal grease uh hits the receptors in your body particularly in your tongue and it, it it's a high it's a mini high where you can be overwhelmed with this lust for meat and regardless of the debate of whether or not it's biblical to eat meat you are told not to be consumed no pun intended with this lust for meat sure. and over and above that as i'm telling you the meat industry the domestic meat industry that's definitely not in god's plan the domestic meat industry is satanic i totally agree i totally because well johnny he tells us about taking care of our animals and when you've seen some of these uh these people go into these turkey farms or the chicken farms they have they have so shot the chickens up with um what's the stuff they shoot them up with uh, uh, hormones, hormones. Yeah, they shot them up with so much hormones. Some of these chickens can't even stand on their legs because they're so big. It's evil, and it's they're just evil. they're and they're sitting in their own their own feces and stuff. So, so, so none of this can be healthy. Of, of of veal of baby animals that are that are raised and, and kept in tiny cages. They don't want these poor animals to move. Where is your com- Christian compassion? That all needs to end. It is evil. It is these animals are raised in pain and torture to maximize the profit of of these huge conglomerates it is satanic oh and by the way this is the same roots of the vaccine industry of the pharmaceutical industry this is what goes into you know what fetal bovine go look up fetal bovine serum yep and and they 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 raise these poor animals they keep these particularly dairy cows milk cows they keep these poor animals in a perpetual state of pregnancy constantly popping out young animals regularly and then ripping them from them in trauma so that the uh the the uh the cow will continue to lactate until they die of exhaustion with another uh young in its in its womb in the cow's womb and then they rip the um the young cow out of its mother's womb and slaughter it and pull out its heart and its brains that's the that's the 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 basis for the fetal bovine serum which helps to uh isolate viruses satanic completely unnecessary what they use it for is this influx of biological materials to make sure you have no idea what you're looking for in this in the um um uh in the substance in 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 the the uh the sample in the sample that you've taken okay fetal bovine serum a part of it and aborted baby tissue this is the satanic system that feeds, and I get into this in my third book, Eaters of Children, that feeds off the vulnerability of, uh, of the defenseless and eats it, literally, and, and destroys it and tortures it, okay? It is a satanic system. And if you get all filled with, oh, meat, bacon, I love it all. No, I got to have it. And they close your mind. Same thing, the same process, same mental process of abortion. Oh, I got to have sex without consequences. Yeah, no, it's okay. Well, hey, it's... it's um, it's not right for me, but I'm not going to judge somebody. Are you kidding me? Not right for you. Well, what are you, a politician? Because that's what they say. Well, it's not right for me, but I'm not going to dictate it to somebody else. It's evil. You go out and do it yourself. Now, there are people that, that don't have a problem, and it's a separate process. Be careful hardening your heart. Well, I don't have a problem killing an animal. Well, what are you doing to yourself? Are you destroying your empathy? Are you making turning yourself into a sociopath because you need to feed yourself? 
Go through that process and then and then meditate on it with Christ. Christ, is this is this right? I'm turning off my empathy so that I can feed my my lust for flesh. It's a completely separate process than going through the grocery store and getting this this flesh has been chopped up for you, filled with antibiotics, filled with hormones. Why you wonder why your children are hitting puberty puberty at nine years old? It's because they're taking these growth hormones that were given to these poor animals. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I, you know, Johnny, I can remember as a young young man. And we used to go to the beach all the time. And I noticed that even in my early 20s, we would see girls there that looked like they were 18, 19, 20 years old. And they were when we talked to them, they'd be like 13 or 14. You're like, okay, nice to meet you. We'll, we'll see. We'll be on our way. But it, that's exactly what was happening. And, and uh, Mr. Wordsworth put in the chat a great piece, uh, a great scripture. A righteous man regardeth the life of his beast, but the tender mercies of the wicked. I, I, I think of how these Proverbs are put together. The tender mercies of the wicked are cruel. That's Proverbs uh, 12, verse 10, for people who are looking at it. And, you know, we also have the references of taking care of our animals uh, and doing those kinds of things. I don't have my chickens out here except for anything for eggs. Uh, and I guess making some fertilizer or something, but uh, you know we we do that, and that's so that we can hopefully grow gardens and things of this nature. The stuff that God's given us that that are the nutrients for our body. I remember watching a uh, a thing called Fat, Sick, and Almost Dead, or something like that. And the guy came from Australia. I've said this before. And one of the things he did was he took a juice fast from coast to coast across America. And all he was doing was for each meal. He was getting organic vegetables and fruits and juicing them. And that's all he had for the 10 days he drove across America. And he was obviously met some people along the way. One guy helped. He was, the guy was like 400 pounds or something. He was a truck driver. He, could, he didn't walk. He waddled. And you could tell he just hated it. He didn't want to be around his kid because he didn't want him to see him. He couldn't play football with him, all this stuff. This guy gave him his card. He called him. He flew back over to the States got him a place <clears throat> by the river, like a 4th of July, put him in the worst kind of situation he could be in because it was 4th of July. They're out there cooking hot dogs and steaks and all this stuff out there. And uh, one of the things that he did was he said, hey, um, I'm going to put you up here. Let's do a 10-day fast on that. So the guy was doing it. He got out in the water. He started moving, stuff like that. It was very slow at first. And this guy took it to like a 30 or 45, I forget how many days it was, like a 30 or 45-day fast just on the juices, putting those nutrients in. By the end of that documentary, this didn't even look like the same person. He had like dropped a person. He was down to like 225, 230, something like this. He was running. He w- They had him meeting his son, uh, who, who he wouldn't go around, throwing the football with him. And why? It was because he had left that, you know, the trucker food stuff. I mean... God bless the truckers, but my goodness, the places they stop and the truck stops and all is just everything is grease, you know, and and all this stuff that's just going to it's going to destroy their health. And this guy was totally transformed by the end of it. And it was just it was just incredible. It was an incredible story. And the guy didn't profess Christianity or but they they were keen on things that were part of the creation that they saw as something good. And the guy even referenced fasting in history, just just not even eating sometimes is a good detoxifier for our body. So I, I think there's lots that, that I've learned over the past couple of years. I think that's the silver lining of this whole COVID-1984 is that the allopathic medicine uh, model has been exposed for what it is, and a lot of people are leaving that in droves and saying, 
want nothing to do with that anymore. I'm going to call up the guy who deals uh, in a creation-based medicine kind of format. Well, and, and sadly, um, you're not allowed to leave. They're, the true healers, real healers, are kept by the Rockefeller licensing the government, the power, the satanic power of government. Great, great reference in Samuel, uh, the prophet Samuel, that, that, that the judge system that the Lord gave the Israelites, his children, that they said, you know what? No, we're, we're looking over at the Canaanites and we want kings like them. Uh, and, and the Lord said this, this concept of a circuit riding judge, a decentralized power and authority, what a great concept, what a great concept. And the children, and, and, and what did Samuel warn him? Samuel was grieved. And, and, and the Lord said, Samuel, no, it's, they're, 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 not, they're not denying you, they're denying me. And what are they going to receive? And, and as a result of this, the destruction of their lives, the taxation, the robbing, their children will be taken from them, uh, will be impressed into these king governments to feed these kings, to put in these kings' brothels, to fight wars for these kings, have nothing to do with you. And that's what war is, is just an expansion of satanic wealth of the elite. Um, absolutely. What, what a, what a, and, and so that's what the government does. The government perpetuates this satanic evil. Uh, reminded me of, um, real quick, and in, in, in getting back to animals, and Paul mentions in, in 1 Timothy 5, 18, of you, he's quoting Deuteronomy 25 about muzzling the ox, uh, teaching the Israelites how to have compassion because their greed overwhelmed them, muzzling. Your, so you've got an ox that is doing your work and plowing your fields for you, and you won't even allow that animal to bend down and, and, and eat a little bit of your grain. You want to use every single bit of grain for your uh, to sell on the market. You won't even allow your animal to eat. And God has to intervene in the law of Moses and say, stop being so disgustingly, satanically hard-hearted and allow your animal to eat as your animal works for you. It's a matter of compassion. It's a matter of Amen. circumcised yep. heart. You need to have a circumcised heart of love in Christ where you deny your lusts and yourself to do what's right by Christ. And that's the difference between life and death, between salvation and damnation. Do you have the, the heart of Christ? And are you making decisions out of, out of desire and lust? Or are you making decisions out of what you want to do what's right because that's what Christ wants you to do? And that's a very simple line of demarcation, whether or not, and I'm, I'm, I'm not exaggeration, not exaggerating, salvation versus damnation in the power of Christ, whether or not you, it's all about the Christian walk. That's the essence of the Christian walk is self-denial. Well, Johnny, let, let's, take an, let's take an issue right from Scripture. Luke chapter 16 is what I'm thinking about when you're talking about this. There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. And so he's, he's got all that he needs. He's got more than what he needs. And then they, there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at his gate full of sores and desiring to be fed with the crumbs, just the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. I mean, this guy, Lazarus, is just this pathetic guy that he just needs a little bit of food 
and such, and the rich man won't have anything to do with him. And it came to pass, the beggar died, he was carried away, the angels in Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died, was buried in hell, he lifted up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. He's still got this mentality that I've got all the stuff, and everybody's here to, everything, and everybody's here to serve me. And he says, and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. And Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things. And likewise, I got people up, sorry about that, I got a blender going, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. And Abraham said, Son, remember thou in thy lifetime receiveth thy good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things, but now he's comforted. And thou art tormented. I I think there's something in that text that speaks to the issue of compassion. Even when you had the Gentile woman come to Jesus, and he says, wait a minute, am I, am I messing with dogs here? I'm here for the lost sheep of Israel. And she goes, but even the little dogs get the crumbs from the table. And he's like, well, wait a minute. This is a great faith this woman has that she can come and she can be confident that, hey, you'll give me crumbs. You'll give me what I need. She recognizes that. I, I thought I just I thought that tied in exactly with what you're talking about about having compassion not only for people but for animals too. Uh, it's powerful, and and I, I know that. Well, Christ Himself said, "Riches are a curse." Uh, the well-known passage: "It's easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle." Yep. And yet, anything is possible. And and there are some biblical scholars that believe this rich young ruler was John Mark himself that uh, helped to write one of the gospels that, that helped Paul on his journeys. Powerful. I'd love to listen. It's it, it, anything is all things are, are possible through Christ who strengthens us. And it really is about compassion. What, what motivated David to stand against a, a, a genetic abomination that was nine feet tall with six fingers and six toes. And you think about this in military terms of uh, when we're talking about hand-to-hand combat, that kind of, of abomination would, would be unstoppable in hand-to-hand combat. And David used range combat of, uh, of a sling, which is, is you know, not normally even considered effective. They, they did not have platoons of of sling throwers in their military they (laughs) use bows and spears because a sling was that's you know um uh, that's like a 22 rifle i i i use i use a sling for uh you know warding off varmints predators what was it that motivated david it was his love for god his passion and his compassion uh who is this uh this uncircumcised philistine to insult our God and what what fed David. David didn't just show up one day on the battlefield and say, "I've got the confidence to wage war." He personally waged war um, in protection of his flock, where he would risk his life to save lambs from predators, lions and, and that's right. bears. Yep, that's right. And and threw himself at these predators because the predator had gone after the young of his flock. And I love that lamb more than than I love my own life. Threw himself and that gave him confidence. They didn't come up out of nowhere. This this God built him up 
to be a man of courage with a love for him. If you have that love for Christ, you have the peace of Christ, you will throw yourself into where your, your compassion and your love leads you, and you will win every battle. You will win. That is a guarantee by Scripture. You will win every battle where you stand for Christ and not yourself. In the love of Christ, they're, they're, you'll be shocked to see the powers and authorities that melt away before you, again, guaranteed by Scripture, if you stand for the righteousness in Christ and you are fueled by love and compassion to do the right thing. It's as as simple as that. Yeah, and let's not forget that David also was one who had a righteous indignation, and that was not necessarily filled with love for what he was dealing with, but it was filled with love for God because God was being offended. And when he, Absolutely. the thing that you said, he comes out there, you uncircumcised Philistine. You can think of all kinds of uh, <laughs> uh, vernaculars you could use in that that probably wouldn't be well taken by some in, in some circles uh, of what he called him. And he had, you know, J, uh, uh, David says, Don't I hate those who hate you? There is a righteous hatred, folks. There really is. And he didn't go up to Goliath and say, hey, hey, wait a minute. Our God has a wonderful plan for your life. You know, he loves you. And, and no, it's you're defying the armies of God. Who are you? Uh, by the way, I'm going to cut your head off in a minute after I take you down. Uh, it wasn't like that. And I think Christians have been so emasculated, effeminized, that they don't speak like that anymore. Now, look, I'm one, everybody knows, I'll give people the benefit of the doubt on some things. I really will. But when you've got evil people who are just, they have seared their conscience, it's clear they've seared their conscience, and they are just in utter open rebellion. That's a whole different situation than the common person you're going to deal with that you might disagree with on some things and or they might not understand and things of this nature. Now, one of the things I want to ask you, though, Johnny, is this, because, uh, you know, recently this artist thing come up. So we're, we're going to we're going to hit this. People are going to say, oh, you're going to you're going to chop up. I'm not going to attack Brian Artist. I'm not going to do that. In fact, we got uh, Dr. Jane Ruby had said that a doctor has come out with a vial, has tested it. I'm, I'm going to wait and see where the evidence leads there, but has tested and has found evidence of the synthetic snake venom in there. But nevertheless, we talked about some of these people still holding on to germ theory. When I had Dr. Kaufman on, I asked him about his experience going through school, and I said, well, did you ask questions and things when you're in? He says... Tell me you don't have time. They're cramming so much information into you. Then you have to go and you have to study it so you can retain it, so you can regurgitate it for a test. And they don't have these back and forth. And he says, you don't, he says, I was in the practice for some time before I figured out, wait a minute, the stuff I'm doing is not helping people. It's actually making them worse. And that's when I had to take a step back and say, something isn't right here that's taking place. So I think there are people who are coming out of that mindset. Some of them are, I think, even me, uh, I, I knew there was a germ theory. I didn't know there was such a thing as a terrain theory, but I, I obviously had the concept in my mind just as years of experience. So it was easier for me to grasp than the germ theory deal, deal was. When I heard the difference, I said, oh, well, I'm more in this camp because that's been my experience. Um, but there are people who are coming out of that. Uh, do you automatically write somebody off just because they're, they're they have... They're still having some trappings there with germ theory. To me, it seems like it's an issue of repentance. They're learning and they're seeing certain things, but maybe they haven't got the whole picture yet. Maybe they need somebody to come alongside them and say, hey, wait a minute. You're seeing this part. Why aren't you putting it together with these things? Would you say that's an issue that that Christians could be 
useful in also bringing the gospel uh, to bear? I know Dr. Artis claims that he's a believer, so and, and I don't know if he's saying that in a sense, because I don't know the guy, but he, he does claim to be a believer. How would you approach that with some of the things that he is, he's revealed uh, in this whole thing? Yeah, Tim, I would say that um, discernment is a gift from Christ that is based upon the depth of your relationship with Christ. And I know we talked about this last time. I, I do enjoy sharing Second Thessalonians 2, um, the coming lawless one, which is the office of the papacy, according to the work of Satan, will, will with all power, signs, and lying wonders, with unrighteous deception among those who perish. Unrighteous deception amongst those who perish, because they did not receive the love of truth, that they might be saved. And for this reason, God will send them um, among them strong delusion that they would believe the lie. That's everything. Everything in deception. The germ theory is this concept that you have to rely on experts. You cannot verify for yourself. That is the beginning of the deception. The beginning of the deception As soon as you surrender your authority to someone else who is almost guaranteed to be working for Satan, you're done. You're done. And that is the essence of germ theory and why germ theory is used so powerfully and why no one else is allowed to go. And by the way, the the opposite of germ theory, I'm not necessarily comfortable with terrain theory because... The, the word, the word, the t- terrain theory, the concept is absolutely reality. It's truth. Uh, but it's just kind of humorous because germ theory was supposedly started by a French Roman Catholic chemist by the name of uh, Louis Pasteur. It's actually started by a Jesuit named Athanasius Kircher uh, 200 years prior to that. But uh, the supposedly the opposite of germ theory is terrain theory, which is was created by a French Roman Catholic chemist by the name of Antoine Bechamp. Uh, a, a real scientist, by the way, a better, but not a healer, and also a devout, and he walked the exact same path, what through the, the same Catholic universities. So you see how you know either side, you get Rome or you get Rome, pick one. Uh, but but there are a lot of people, and, and there's a lot of money. There's a lot of money behind Brian Artis. There's a lot of money behind these um, supposed Christian whistleblowers who still have. They're, they're putting their toe out there for truth, but they're still firmly in the camp of germ theory. And, and what is in the camp of germ theory? Satan and billions upon billions of dollars and the deception of how you will never get well, how you will never really be healed. That is a, it doesn't get any bigger than that. It doesn't get any bigger than that. And it's only the courage of Christ that will make you step out and the discernment of Christ that will show you the true path. These are people, Brian Artis admits this. Where did he get this, this idea that it's snake venom? It was handed to him by another doctor, another doctor, okay? That's because none of these people have their own hands-on experience. None of these people have their own hands-on experience. That is the doctor process, the medical process, indoctrination. These are people that don't know what it's like to heal people again and again, because if you do, you have your license 
taken away by the state, by the government. Government comes in with guns and badges and will destroy you, will evict you, will imprison you if you attempt to become a true healer. These are all doctors that go through so-called allopathic medicine to make sure you never get well. And they are vested and invested in that and that system of evil. This does not make sense, Tim, that if you have Satan running a a multi, I guess we would say in the trillions, if you're you're talking about everything, multi-trillion dollar system of, of poisoning and robbing all of humanity. He hates us. He wants us dead and he wants us damned. And that's his system. And he's got that system. Does it not make sense that he knows the sands are running on him? That scripture guarantees an end to his empire. Yep. He's going to jump in front of that and leak partial truths and have his minions spin those partial truths into destructive directions that still save the ultimate whole. This is very Jesuitical. I call it, uh, I call it the hook. I call it uh, Jesuit chess, sacrificing a pawn to spare the bishop and spare the queen. So he puts out this concept. I, I, he, he's relying on this like, spike proteins, venom proteins. Have you seen it yourself? Have you done the science yourself? No, you haven't. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Let me bring in something. Uh, Brian, as far as I know, he is a chiropractor, which which means usually this is somebody who isn't necessarily buying into everything that's coming out of the whole medicine facility going on there. In large part, at least all the chiropractors I meet, they do the things like usually what you ask. Now, yeah, they'll adjust you and stuff, but chiropractors kind of fall into that sort of a natural path. And there may be some others who, who are not, but I know he falls into that. I see him as a guy who's picking up on certain things and maybe there's going to be something that opens up, but you're the guy sent him a text. And I think what he did was he went and started going through the studies. So what he was doing, even though he didn't do the met, the, the stuff himself, he did do his due diligence to pull out the studies. And I think that's what, what he was relying on was saying, well, I've got a theory here that I'm basing based off the studies of what I'm seeing and comparing rather than just somebody somebody necessarily handed it to me. I know he did the guy did send him a text, but he didn't tell him what he was looking for and everything else. I think he found those things out himself. But nevertheless, I think there is a distinction in how um, – those who look to try, who are claiming to look to try to help people, because I know even Dr. Kalpin, he thought he was there helping people. That was his mentality. And he says, wait a minute, I'm seeing the fruit of this. It's not helping people. It's making them worse. I've got to step back. I've got to reevaluate what I was taught. And, you know, it's like anything. Uh, you you see this in the Christian church, too. You can be taught dispensationalism, Right. And trying to unlearn that and then say, okay, what do I know that I can kind of have some building blocks to fill that in? You know, that happened with me uh, because I was taught certain things. Now I have to unlearn it. Then I have to learn what's right. And that's a long process. I mean, those are those are long processes often. You can get the initial start, but then you've got to start putting things in place where you've removed 
you know, those walls that were holding that edifice up, you've got to remove those and, and put in new foundations there that you didn't have before or, or new wall structures that you didn't have before. So I, I, I'm, I'm careful about some Fauci. There's no doubt about it. That guy's been in it for so long. He continues to push the narrative, even when it's obvious that the narrative he's pushing is an outright bald faced lie. Uh, I, I don't get that from the other guy, but I get what you're saying. There's a lot to push that out there, but Hey, I know mockingbird media isn't picking up. That's one thing. In fact, I got kicked off of uh, Twitter because I simply put out his, where he came back and he answered questions. Uh, they sent me a thing I was going to show everybody, but it's no need for it. They've locked my account until I delete that tweet. And I said, I'm not deleting that tweet to have, to be on your platform. I don't care. But, but the point is, is that, um, you know, he was one who, who put that out. So it's obviously caused a little bit of stir there uh, to at least question the narrative of what we're given there. I, I think that's a good thing. Uh, but I think like what you said, people have to do their own due diligence and they have to be discerning about the information they're given. And I'm not one. I'm not a book burner. Uh, I trust that people can do that. And I trust that the Holy Spirit can lead his people, God's people uh, in in their endeavors when they're trying to find out the truth about these things. Well, Tim, bottom line, we can agree. We can even agree with an artist. Bottom, bottom line is don't take the vaccine. Don't take <laughs> Amen. Vaccines. Amen. No to all vaccines. Like I was telling you before, when they, when they, they these, these evil people pass the epidermis, pass the protective layer of your skin, they are greatly amplifying the toxins they are injecting into you. And regardless of whether it's graphene or aborted babies, which it is, or uh, snake venom proteins, it doesn't matter. We can all agree it's negative. It is evil. It is negative. And yep. they are trying to poison you. So the question, the, the next most important question is, is this facilitating the concept that a virus even exists. Ultimately, that's what Brian does. Brian still reinforces this concept. The virus is out there. It's actually snake protein. It's mutated, etc. That is the part of the billion dollar, trillion dollar satanic industry of fear and control is the germ theory and the virus. So as we can get past this, and I don't think we're going to, we can get past this pandemic, scamdemic, but as long as we don't attack the very system and foundation, they're going to keep going and, and, and bringing out more. It's a Jesuit tactic, by the way, for the machine to attack its own in the same way that, that Donald Trump was supposedly attacked, yep, the same yep. way that any Absolutely. of these politicians are supposedly attacked. Um, few things will, will, will get you to run to a questionable person more than if you see a bad person attacking a questionable person. Oh, well, they're really not that bad. They're being attacked by someone who's obviously evil. Let me rush to them. So that's also a tactic. Dispensational. What a great example. What a great example. You have, how many Christians are there that vehemently defend the idea that there is um, uh, a prophetic role for unsaved Jews and so-called Israel. That's blasphemy. Yeah, it is. It absolutely That's is. blasphemy. There is nothing outside of Christ. There is nothing outside of Christ. There are no promises to anyone outside of Christ. What is wrong In with him, that? all promises are yes and amen. That's exactly right. 
And if you're not in him, if you're not in him, you're still in Adam, which means you're still in your sin. You are condemned. You are condemned. There are zero promises to anyone outside of Christ. Zero. The promises to Abraham are in Christ. The promises of Abraham are in his seed, in his lineage, and that is all 100% Christ. Read Galatians 3. Okay? There's the woman of the flesh and the woman of the promise. That's blasphemy. You don't realize it's Jesuit, by the way. It's, it's completely fabricated by Jesuits. Same thing with futurism, same thing with dispensationalism, same thing with praetorism. These concepts, we have no idea who the Antichrist is. Sure we do. Just read your scripture. Just read Daniel or Revelation. That's why the Jews took the book of Daniel out of the prophets, because it has the power of both the Christ how who the Christ is and the identity of the Antichrist. And when the Christ is coming, too. He even laid it out. I mean, Jesus said himself, he said, you can see, you can look at the sky and you can see when it's going to rain and stuff, but you don't know the time of your visitation. I mean, he laid it down to the very year that he was coming. Uh, and I, that's why I believe, I, I, I actually believe, the Pharisees knew exactly who he was, and they were opposed to him. They were, I mean, they could have had the mind of Satan themselves, and they said, no, we're not having you. And uh, when Jesus gave that parable of the, of the vine dressers, and he says, you come, it says that they perceived he was talking about them. And they knew who, but, who, the, son, who the heir was that he was talking about. You know, the, um, there are several accounts. There are up to seven different accounts, as I'm looking them up real quick, uh, of uh, how many... Miracles, seven, and I'm great. I'm glad I looked. That's so powerful. Seven accounts of Christ performing a miracle of work on the Sabbath, and in particular, the man with the withered hand. Uh, the accounts you can find the account in Mark chapter three. Clearly, the Pharisees knew. Okay, the, this is a miracle. No other human being is, can perform this. No other human being can do this of a man with a withered hand making it whole. And, and your trap is whether or not he does this on the Sabbath. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just. And performs work. Yeah, that so disconnected. Is, w- w- what did Gamaliel say? Yeah, Listen if it's, yeah, if it's of God, you're, you're fighting. You're wasting. You're beating the air here, guys. <laughs> you got two choices. E- either he's not of. Yahweh, and he'll amount to nothing. <laughs> or this is the power of God itself, and we are standing against God. It, it never occurred to you? That is satanic. That is the satanic deception that you'd be in the face of the power of God to commit a miracle, and you use some sort of, you, you strain at a gnat and swallow a camel? He performed the miracle on the Sabbath? Who gave you the Sabbath? Satan, Satan is the deception, not Satan gave you the Sabbath, Christ gave you the Sabbath, the Lord gave you the Sabbath, to speak of Christ, the deception of Satan to say, hey, let's trap this guy on committing a miracle on the Sabbath. Are you kidding me? They worked, they knew, they had to have known that they were working for Satan and protecting a satanic system. And these are the people of supposedly the uh, Levitical and Aaronic priesthood that was instituted by the Lord. Uh, through Moses and, th- mm. and through his his brother uh, his brother Aaron, okay. So within the church, birds of the air, symbolic of demons within the church, 
Okay, that's why I don't use the word church. It, it, it's Christ. It's the followers of Christ. And the enemies are right here. And unless you have the, the, the power of, of um, a 100-fold intimate relationship of obedience to Christ, living with Christ, intimacy with Christ, not, taking, not putting him in a little cubbyhole and taking him out for an hour on Sunday morning, where you go and you have a Jesuit-trained pastor give you heresies, and then you put him back in his cubbyhole, no living Christ, living your relationship with Jesus Christ every single day. That's why I, I encourage people, what is not important is your, your, uh, your, your weekend ritual. What is important is every single day. You need to be having love feasts in your home, bringing in friends and family, and learning scripture yourself, worshiping yourself. Amen. You don't have to do it in, in substitution of church on the weekend, but you do need to take power and control of it on yourself. And you'd be amazed how much you receive out of that, the wealth you receive out of that spiritually. And it may actually compete with whatever you're experiencing on the weekend. And it should, because that's what the early Christians did. Early Christians didn't have a weekend mini sacred pilgrimage where they go to a sacred place. And by the way, all cathedrals, it's a pagan satanic system. Cathedrals are built on the dead bodies of, of men. It's help you to commune with the other world, pagan and Luciferian. You're meant to have a living ended. That's why it is a faith and not a religion. It is a faith. It is an intimate relationship. And it happens, boy, why John uh, of the two, Daniel beloved and John beloved, why John uses metaphors of marriage. It's a relationship. It's not a religion. Yeah, Johnny, one of the things about the church too, we talked about this in our our interview the last time, is that the church has been made an organization when it really is a living organism. It is the body of Christ. And, I, you know, it, it kind of drives me crazy when you hear some of the, the pastors talking about the local body. No, this is just a local fellowship, but the bo- there is no local body. We're all the body around the world. Uh, and, and I think... I don't have a problem. Some people have a problem with using uh, the Holy Catholic Church when we use Catholic as universal. I have a problem when they say Roman because that makes it something distinctly different than those who are believers in the Lord Jesus and who sees the sees the Bible as authoritative. There's a complete difference there. Um, well, but, sure. And yeah, go ahead. It's, it's a result, Tim, of, of uh, a complete obfuscation of language. Uh, and that's because our enemy owns the language. Like I was mentioning medicine sure. and doctor medicine is not healing. Medicine implies you need a substance to get well. That's not how healing works. Doctor from the Latin docere, a docere of, of indoctrination of instruction, uh, church ecclesia. It, it's, it's uh, William Tyndale. Uh, can't wait to talk to William Tyndale when, when, when I go before Christ and, and what a great man of God refused to translate Ecclesia into the word church because it implied a structure of a priesthood that Rome had had used and abused for a thousand years. Christ gave us unbelievable freedom on the cross where he guaranteed the destruction of the temple. Not one stone would be left upon the other because I am the temple and now you are the temple. The temple is the ability to have intimacy with Almighty God. This is the power that if you stand within 
the circle of this influence, the, the, the power, the light alone will kill you where Moses had to be put in the cleft of a rock and the Lord covered him and passed before him. And just that little bit of an interaction had Moses face glowing for the rest of his life. Just that little bit of interaction. And Christ gives you much more than that with the blood of his sacrifice. And now you, each and every one of you, is a priest and a king according to not the Aaronic, uh, the, the, the uh, uh, Levitical priesthood, the Melchizedek priesthood. That's right. With no beginning and no end. You can go to the presence of Almighty. I gave myself a chill just talking about it. Go to the presence of Almighty God through the power of Jesus Christ. You can go into the Holy of Holies. There is no Holy of Holies. It's been destroyed. It's the, the physical Holy of Holies has been raised to the ground by Rome, the same power that executed Christ that Daniel spoke of in Daniel chapter 9. You now have the unbelievable power through the blood of Christ, to go into the Holy of Holies. You are a priest. You are a temple, all wrapped up in one, and Rome stole that from you within 500 years. Christ gave that to you in 33 AD, roughly 32, 33 AD, because a Jesuit, we don't know, because a Jesuit changed times and laws. Your calendar is based on the work of Christopher Claudius, a yep. Jesuit. Yep. Totally obfuscated it. Uh, you now have that power, and Rome, within 500 years, took that back from you and said, no, no, you need a priesthood. You need to go through a confessional, and ultimately you need to go through the Pope, the Vicar of Christ, the Vicarious Feli Day, the 666. Well, Johnny— here, There's so much. We can go on for another three more shows. There's stuff yeah, I well, finish on let, let's, let's just say it for what it is. Your book is what? Uh, five, six hundred pages, the one on the Disciple of Ra. I, I broke it out, and I thought, okay, I'm going to get this over in a couple of days before Johnny comes on, and I'm like, oh, this is like uh, it was it was over 500 pages. I know it was close to six, uh, but people can pick that up if you're interested in picking that up from uh, Amazon.com. I'll have the link in there. Uh, if you don't remember that, you can go to Johnny's uh, website and you can pick up the books there. But Johnny, what I want to do is I want to get ready to close things out, and I think you give people a good kind of a broad range of things to look for uh, in, in some of this. And, and like I say, I think the Convids has been has its silver lining. You know, the Bible says that God works all things together for good for those who love him and are called to his according to his purpose, which means if you're not if you're not if you don't love him and you're not a called according to your purpose, then it's probably working for your bad. Okay? And this is why the gospel is good news. It calls you to be reconciled unto God through his son the Lord Jesus. And by the way, there there ain't nobody else doing that. There's nobody else reconciling you. Rome doesn't reconcile you. In fact, Rome holds the threat over your head that if you do this, you can lose that reconciliation. You can lose the sacrifice of Christ for your sin. You can lose all those things. Um, whereas the Bible says, no, you may stumble, you may fall, you may get in grievous sin, but God is always there because he's the author of your faith. He'll be the finisher, and he's the one prodding you along, disciplining you because he disciplines those he loves. And so uh, with that said, what I want to do is I want to give you the final word, and then if you would, promote your site, let people know where they can find you, and, and things of that nature. Uh, Tim, it's, it's been an absolute joy. Uh, I enjoy talking to you as a, as, as a friend offline, that we, and, and, and uh, the, the, the exchanges that we have are shows in and of themselves. I, I'm, I'm grateful for your Amen. friendship. Amen. Um, uh, real quick, so you know, great, great passage, Romans 8.28. Uh, what, what is your purpose? All things go in for your good. The very next verse tells you 
to be conformed to the image of Christ because your ultimate destiny. Oh, how does the Lord allow this evil to go on? It's because it's temporary. And the sad fact is, is that the quickest way for you to mature, the quickest way for you to learn, which is, by the way, what the father wants. The father wants for you to be matured so that when you come to the son as his bride, as his soulmate, as his best friend, we will see him as he is because we will be like him. Rule and reign with the Son of God. Are you kidding me? Promises. You can't even believe the power and the, and the joy, as Paul says in Romans, the, 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 the blessings that are ours to have, to be conformed to his image through these challenges. And once you put yourself on this path of being, it's, it's Ignatian. It's, 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 very, it's very much like... Uh, um, uh, the the founder of the Jesuits attempted to do on his own. Uh, unfortunately, that's not the the grace is 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 by by faith and works and that not of ourselves. He tried to earn his way through, but it, it was a, it was a solid path of destroying yourself. But what do you replace that with? You need to replace it with Christ. And if you replace that with Christ, if you conform to His image, and then you step back and you see the depth of this evil you will be motivated to change it. And you will be empowered by the authority Amen. of Christ to do so. Amen. You will have that. And you, wherever it is that you would, whatever it, whatever, because weapons forged against you will not prosper. And so you need to take up the cause in the courage. Oh, it's overwhelming. The government, I can't stand against the government. What is the government? Be subject to authorities because authority comes from God. Whoever resists authority, resists the will of God. However, verse three, rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. Do you want to be unafraid of authority? Do what is good and you will have praise from the same. God is a minister to you for good. But if you're evil, be afraid because he does not bear the sword in vain. He is the government is God's minister and avenger to execute wrath on him who practices evil. Has the government ever done that? Maybe once or twice in the, in, in, in the, with David and, and Solomon, even Solomon devolved into uh, debauchery. The government is not doing it. It's a conditional. This is Paul's letter to the Romans, the belly of the beast, the heart of the beast. His goal, the context is to spread the gospel. And he doesn't want to be considered a political military threat, which he wasn't. It's bigger than that. Is the gospel to save souls? He was cunningly giving you a conditional statement. Is the government a terror to evil? No, the government is a terror to good. You it's the government has broken the condition. That's right. And you have the power and authority in Christ to set it right. I'm not saying you to go up and, and, and be foolish about it. Christ says to account the cost. All you need to do is, like I said, the example of you go in a hospital and they say you're not allowed to come in. Oh, no, you're not separating me from my loved one because of this fraud of these lies. Okay. You have the power and authority in Christ if it's in Christ to make things right. And that's right. I, I'm telling you, it will continue until you do so. Amen. Amen. No, that's exactly right. I think that ends on a positive note that we're not called to be those who sit back and be spectators in this. This is not a spectator sport. Uh, the Christian life is one that we engage the enemy and that uh, we bring then we bring all uh, to conformity to Christ. We're bringing all thoughts captive unto Christ. And that includes when we disciple people, including those who are going to be the ministers of God in the civil sphere. Look, 
The Bible calls you to do this. God says that you do, we're to be the moral compass for them to en- enact the laws, to punish the evildoer, and to praise the good. That's what we're supposed to be doing. And uh, so I appreciate that. Also, you can check out Johnny's site at johnnysharucci.com. That's Johnny and then C-I-R-U-C-C-I. Dot com. Be sure to check him out. Support him. Uh, pick up his books if you want to do that, if you want to find out more about what's going on there. And, uh, Johnny, we appreciate you, as always, to come on and share with us. And we might bring him on the Thursday, Friday, if he can make room for us, and we'll get into some other things there. He's giving me the thumbs up, so we're we're going to be good with that. Now, somebody asked me to pray at the end. I'm, I'm not going to pray at the end, but here's what I will do. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace, and that peace comes through his Son, the Lord Jesus. All right? Look, the command, it's a command. It's not an offer. It's a command to you to repent. God has commanded all men everywhere to repent. If you'll repent, if you'll put your faith in the Lord Jesus, and you will follow him, that means you're going to obey him. You're going to, you're going to seek to obey him in all things. That means you've got to be in, in the Bible, too. If you're willing to do that, God will change you. He will change you. In fact, the, your willingness to do that is evidence of his work in your life anyway, because he does it on his own, because he's making uh, of his people trophies of grace that he's going to be glorified throughout all eternity. And so that's this is why it's the work of God. It's not the work of man. That's what Rome teaches. Rome teaches you the free will thing. Rome teaches you the pilgrimages. Rome teaches you to look on all this stuff and pray to the saints, do all this stuff. God calls you to obedience, which is loving him and loving your fellow man. And that is outlined. That's not a touchy-feely thing. That's an action, a demonstration, 1 John 3.18. Catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern today. Uh, and then we'll see you in the morning, Lord willing, with Lynn Taylor to Common Core Diva for the Rotten of the Core Wednesday tomorrow. Uh, Johnny, hang on, and I'll say goodbye to you all fair. You guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you then. See ya.